Hi, thanks for listening to Top Audiobooks. Remember to follow our channel here on the platform, and also our social media. We prepare a graphic of the book, with the author's key points and main ideas. Click that book graphic link in description now, and have access to an illustrated material with simple and easy steps, so you know everything about the book in minutes. You're listening to the book summary presentation of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, What the Rich Teach Their Kids About Money That the Poor and Middle Class Do Not by Robert T. Kiyosaki, narrated by Larry G. Jones. The Big So What In this book, Kiyosaki shares what he learned about wealth from his rich dad and poor dad, the secrets that separate the rich from the poor and middle class, and how we can apply this to grow our wealth. Introduction Money and financial literacy are not taught in schools. Most people learn about money from their parents, and that's partially why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Kiyosaki was fortunate to grow up with two fathers, one rich and one poor. By comparing and reflecting upon the different advice given by each dad, Kiyosaki was able to learn from both of them. Poor dad was his father, who was a school teacher with good degrees and a Ph.D. Yet, despite earning a good salary, he struggled with debt and finances his whole life. Rich dad was his best friend Mike's father, a business owner who never finished eighth grade, but eventually became one of the richest men in Hawaii. At the age of nine, Kiyosaki and Mike asked rich dad to teach them how to get rich. Rich Dad began their financial education through real-life lessons for 30 years until Kiyosaki was 39 years old. In this book, Kiyosaki shares his learning journey and the six fundamental lessons that he learned over these 30 years. In this summary, we've condensed the lessons into three parts. Part 1. Don't work for money. Instead, work to learn and make money work for you. Most of us are controlled by money. People go to work every day to earn money to pay their bills. They fear being fired, not being able to pay their bills, having to start over. Yet, with more money, people buy more and better things, which give them short-term joy, satisfaction, and comfort. However, the more they earn and spend, the harder they must work and the more they fear losing their jobs. They stay in the rat race, blame their employers for paying them too little or working them too hard. The same applies for many rich people who may appear wealthy but are emotionally broke. They amass loads of money to overcome their fear of not having money, only to end up with more fears of losing the money and status that they've earned. Start by recognizing your fears about money so you can master them. Make money work for you. Money is an illusion. By applying your brains, you can make money work for you. Rich Dad began Kiyosaki and Mike's financial education by giving them a taste of working life. At nine years old, the boys worked for Rich Dad at 10 cents an hour and were even offered a pay raise. Their breakthrough came when they stopped looking at their job as the main source of income and sought alternative ways to make money. The two boys opened a comic book library. They collected used comic books, charged 10 cents for neighborhood kids to read as many comics as they liked in two hours, 
and hired Mike's sister to manage the library. They started to see what it meant to have money work for them. Their business generated money even when they weren't physically there. Work to learn. In the long run, education is more valuable than money. Hence, Kiyosaki encourages us to work not just for money and security, but to learn. He picked up various skills through a wide range of jobs. For years, Kiyosaki worked in different areas of Rich Dad's companies. He also tried working as a busboy, a construction worker, in reservations, sales, and marketing. He resigned from a high-paying job with Standard Oil and joined the Marine Corps to learn international trade and leadership. Recognizing his own fear of door-to-door -door sales, he joined Xerox Corp. to learn to sell and worked there for four years until he overcame the fear and was one of the top salespeople in the company. He concurrently started his business in 1997, which gave him even more motivation to work hard to amass money to invest in real estate. You should focus on learning to manage cash flows, systems, and people, as well as improving your communication, sales, and marketing skills, which are foundational to success in any area. If necessary, take a second job that can teach you the necessary skills or join a network marketing company to learn sales skills and overcome your fear of failure and rejection. Part 2. Get Financially Educated Many people want to get rich quickly without learning about money. That's like building a skyscraper with little or no foundation. And that's why people lose millions as quickly as they acquire it. Schools equip us with skills to work for money, but not to harness the power of money. Without financial skills, educated people may have a successful profession and a good salary, but they don't keep the money they've earned, nor make the money work hard for them. Financial education requires real-life application and is a lifelong process. Buy assets, not liabilities. In order to buy assets, you must know the difference between an asset and a liability. Simply put, an asset puts money in your pocket, while a liability takes money out of your pocket. You also need to look at cash flow, as they tell a real story of how money flows and how the money is being handled. Why your home is a liability and not an asset. Have you been told that your home is your biggest investment? Well, if your home isn't generating income, it's a liability. Moreover, if you buy a new house every few years with a new 30-year loan, you never really own a home. Houses don't always appreciate in value. Instead, property taxes may increase, causing extra financial strain. The money tied up in the house, the cost of maintaining the house, and the time that you spend working to pay off the mortgage all represent opportunity costs. If you wish to buy a bigger house, don't buy it with cash or loans. Buy assets that will generate the cash flow to pay for the house. That way, you avoid losing time during, your, during which your assets could have grown in value, losing capital, which could have been invested elsewhere, and losing learning opportunities from other investments you could have made if the money wasn't locked up in the house. Focus on your asset column, not income statement. 
The rich get richer because they buy assets, which generate cash. The poor only have expenses, thus they're stuck in a poverty loop. The middle class struggle because they buy liabilities they think are assets. They spend their income on so-called assets like dream homes, cars, children, which are actually liabilities that generate expenses. They work harder to earn more money only to pay more taxes as their salary increases. To get rich, grow your asset column. When it generates more than enough to cover expenses, you'll grow richer without putting in physical labor. Reinvest the balance into the asset column to form a virtuous cycle or reward yourself with luxuries using the proceeds. Work for yourself. Most employees struggle financially because they spend their lives working for everyone except themselves. They spend all their time working for their company, pay taxes to the government, pay interest to the bank, then pay themselves whatever is left. Instead, mind your own business, keep your daytime job, keep expenses low, reduce liabilities, and start building a base of solid assets such as businesses that you own but don't require your presence, stocks, bonds, income-generating real estate, notes, IOUs, royalties from intellectual property, for example, music, scripts, patents. Anything else with value produces income or appreciates and has a ready market. Pay yourself first. Invest in building your assets before paying your bills. And don't ever dip into your savings or investments for your expenses. This may sound extreme, but the pressure from your creditors and unpaid bills could motivate you to seek new opportunities that you'd otherwise overlook. Focus on wealth, not net worth. Net worth measures your economic position, that is, all the assets you own, minus your liabilities. Sadly, your net worth could be a lot less than it appears. This is because your net worth includes non-cash producing assets and personal effects, like your car and golf clubs, which become less valuable once you use them. And when you sell your assets, you are taxed for your gains. A more meaningful measure is your wealth. That is, how long you can survive if you stopped working today. The larger your asset column, the more income you generate even if you're not working. Here are some useful tips to start growing your wealth. First, start a business only if you want to. Businesses have a high failure rate, and Kiyosaki recommends that you start a business only if you really want to be an entrepreneur. Otherwise, work hard at your job and concurrently build your asset column. Every dollar in your asset column is like an employee who works 24-7 for you for generations. Second, buy assets first and buy luxuries last. If you buy luxuries first, for example, buying a car on credit, you build liabilities. Treat the luxury items as a reward for growing your assets. Buy them only when you've built up enough assets such that the income from your assets pays for your luxury items. Third, go for investments that you love and understand. Kiyosaki personally loves real estate and small businesses. For real estate, 
he starts small and keeps trading up for bigger properties, usually holding them for less than seven years. That way, he delays paying taxes on the gain while giving time for the property value to rise. For small companies, he uses his business acumen to pick the right stocks and aims to be out of the stock in a year. Finally, teach your children to differentiate between assets and liabilities before they strike out on their own. Learning about money. Your financial IQ is a combination of four areas of expertise. Accounting is the ability to read numbers and understand financial statements so you can identify the strengths and weaknesses of any business. Investing involves creative strategies and formulas to make money with money. Markets are about understanding the emotions-driven supply and demand so you can assess if an investment makes sense given prevailing market conditions. Lastly, the law. The corporation is a powerful tool which allows you to do a lot of things you can't do as an individual, especially asset protection and tax advantages. The rich hide much of their wealth through vehicles like trusts and corporations. If you sue a rich person, you may find that under the layers of legal protection, he or she controls everything yet owns nothing. Corporations also enjoy tax advantages. An employee gets taxed first and you can only spend what's left. A corporation spends first and gets taxed on what's left. With some creativity, you can legally deduct items like vacations, meals, insurance, and club memberships as company expenses. Part 3. Take charge of your wealth. Don't wait for opportunities. Create them. Most of us love the Robin Hood story of robbing the rich for the poor, and we see taxes as a way to achieve that outcome. But the reality is, the rich are not taxed. It's the middle class who pays for the poor. To understand this, you need to understand the history of taxes. Income taxes originated in England in 1874 and was introduced permanently in the United States in 1913. In both cases, taxes were initially levied only against the rich, but ended up penalizing the poor and middle class. Taxes were accepted by the masses who thought it would only punish the rich. However, as the government grew, it needed more taxes to support its operations. Taxes were levied on the middle class, and it trickled down from there. In the meantime, during the days of sailing ships, the rich created the corporation to limit their business risks. Sea voyages were financed via a corporation, which in turn hired the crew to sail to the New World to look for treasure. If the entire ship and crew were lost, the rich could limit their losses to the money invested for that specific voyage. Through the corporation, the rich found a way to get around taxes. The income tax rate of a corporation is less than the individual income tax rates and certain expenses could be paid by a corporation with pre-tax dollars, reducing the taxable income for the rich. The rich can outsmart the tax system because they understand how money works. They invest money, power, and time to hire smart attorneys and accountants, lobby politicians to change laws, 
and use their brains and resources to change things. The poor and middle class are too busy working and uninformed to find such solutions. The rich invent money and create opportunities. Many people complain that they have no opportunities when they aren't even looking. Others see great opportunities but have no money to leverage them. Financial intelligence is about creating options for yourself, knowing how to improve your financial position, to make an opportunity work in your favor, or turn a problem into an opportunity. Kiyosaki made millions using games and simulations to teach financial intelligence, filling an educational gap that schools don't address. He also invested in undervalued properties and turned them around for a profit. For example, in the depressed market of the early 1990s, he found undervalued properties from the bankruptcy attorney's office or the courthouse and made about $190,000 in property transactions for about 30 hours of work. Obviously, investments come with risk, and Kiyosaki was able to profit from them after years of practice. However, you can lower your risks with knowledge, wisdom, and love of the game. Start small and scale up. Plant small seeds in the assets column. Some will grow and some won't. From those that grow, you can plant bigger seeds and gradually grow your asset base. Kiyosaki likens the process to riding a bike. You will inevitably fall and probably hurt yourself in the process. It's important to have fun and not take the small losses too seriously. In short, take time to hone your financial intelligence. The more you play the game, the more you understand it, and the easier it is to spot good opportunities or transform a bad deal into a good one. That's why working hard at your job and playing safe comes with a huge opportunity cost. The Failure to Gain Financial Intelligence We've covered the key lessons that set the rich apart from the poor and middle class. Don't work for money, get financially educated, and create your own wealth. Overcoming Obstacles Besides the lack of financial literacy, there are five key obstacles that could hinder your ability to develop abundant asset columns. 1. Fear Nobody likes to lose money, yet losses are inevitable in investments. The solution is to start as early as possible and learn the Texan attitude to turn your failures into rallying cries for success. 2. Cynicism Our doubts can paralyze us, yet the most gloomy and volatile times are also the best times to make money. Have the courage to take action in spite of the fearful voice in your head and to ignore the rumors of doom and gloom. 3. Laziness Busyness is often an excuse to avoid dealing with the difficult issues. The best way to overcome laziness is to focus on something you want. For example, money, success, freedom. 4. Bad Habits Break the habit of paying yourself last. Allow yourself to be pressurized by your creditors so you'll feel the urgency and motivation to seek out new sources of income. 5. Arrogance Don't hide your ignorance behind arrogance. 
confront what you don't know rather than dismiss it as unimportant. Other details in the book to look out for. Kiyosaki shares many interesting snippets of his learning experience with Rich Dad, as well as his personal stories and experience. He also provides many illustrative examples of cash flows, balance sheets, and income statements of the rich, poor, and middle class to help us understand core financial concepts. He ends the book with 10 philosophies to hone your financial genius and also provides 10 to-do items for you to start applying the tips from the book. If you like the ideas in this summary, do get a copy of the book for more insights or check out www.richdadworld.com. We hope you've enjoyed this book summary presentation of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, What the Rich Teach Their Kids About Money That the Poor and Middle Class Do Not by Robert T. Kiyosaki, read by Larry G. Jones. Hello, listener. Thanks for listening to Top Audiobooks. Remember to follow our channel here on the platform and also our social media. We have prepared a graphic summary with the main ideas and teachings of this incredible bestseller. Click on the link book graphic in the description to have access to a material where we combine the perfect mental stimuli so that you know and understand the great intuitions of the author. Hi. Thanks for listening to Top Audiobooks. Remember to follow our channel here on the platform and also our social media. We prepare a graphic of the book with the author's key points and main ideas. Click that book graphic link in description now and have access to an illustrated material with simple and easy steps so you know everything about the book in minutes.